1: We're back at it again for another episode of the 1215 Club. It is my Ariel here in the mic joined by Dylan, the graphics guy, Marvin, the prince, Eric, the big German. Guys, you know what I was thinking today? Actually driving into work. I miss sitting in the room with you guys when we do the podcast. So as you guys know, we've been doing the podcast via Zoom. And we're all in separate rooms. We're all in the same building, but we're all in separate rooms due to social distancing and you know, trying to maintain the health of Dan Patrick's show. Uh, but I miss, I miss sitting with you guys and looking into your eyes while we talk. I don't miss
2: that. I was actually thinking about it on my way in today. I was like, I don't have to be in the same room with Mario today at all. That's awkward. Eric, do you anything?
3: um uh, there are positives and negatives to this i think from a technical perspective um all there are blips from time to time in the audio quality it's nice that everyone can mute themselves one of the things we fought in that um podcast room was it wasn't designed for six open mics so sometimes it was a little um audio quality suffered a little bit so it's pretty small room so um I think the audio quality, aside from the Zoom uh, hiccups that you get from time to time, is better like this. But um, I, I miss not only being in the, P, in the podcast room together, but just the ability to I don't know, play basketball after the show or um, you know, do some of the team building stuff that was just organic stuff. But I don't know. It's kind of weird. you have to be like, hey, guys, but you stay far apart as possible. Stay
1: six feet. Six feet yeah. away. Maybe soon. Maybe soon we'll be back in the podcast room. We'll throw a big party that day. What do you think?
3: Yeah, I think we should like cook or something. Oh, wait. <laughs> we do that
1: already. <laughs> that would be a genius. Let's get to our guest for the week. So our guest for the week is Rob the intern, as Dan calls him on the air. He is the most trustworthy person in the Dan Patrick Show studio, according to Dan Patrick. Um, and I wanted to bring him on to discuss that, to discuss his duties here in the Dan Patrick Show. Uh, Rob is probably the newest member to our staff, and a lot of you guys may not know him, and I just kind of wanted to introduce him to you guys, given that Dan's mentioned his name a couple times within the last couple months. Rob, thank you for joining us. Thank you for giving us some of your time today.
4: How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, Rob's
1: a big, big Jets fan, so he's happy today because the Jets landed a head coach. We won't get too deep into that because it's not what we do here. But you look excited today. You look like rejuvenated.
4: Yeah, it feels good to uh, have Dace gone.
1: (laughs) As a Jets fan, I, uh, I would agree with that. Rob, what are some of your duties here on the Dan Patrick Show? <laughs> I said
4: duties. Um, well, uh, I do a lot of editing for the most part. Um, uh, as you know, you know I, I help you cut the clips that we put out on our social media channels. Um, I work on a lot of the um, sponsored content. Those videos that we might roll either during breaks or that also go on social media, um, and uh, I th- everything that goes up on the server that goes through me, um, coordinated with Eric uh, through fi- FileZilla, um, and then I guess you know if anyone needs help with anything, I, I'm always around to help out.
1: Yeah, Rob's kind of like my right hand man here. We kind of we work very uh, closely together in editing stuff and getting stuff out for the show. What's been your favorite part? So you've been here since uh, February. It's going to be a
4: year, right? Yeah, um, it's probably at about eleven months at this point. Yeah. Came What's been, been right your favorite part? Pandemic.
1: What's been your favorite part of uh, being kind of working with Dan or working with the Danettes?
4: Um, well, in terms of like, I guess working. Here on the show, I love when, I guess, sort of, like, newsy things happen or something exciting happens that's, like, live, and then we have to, like, rush to get it out, even though it, it can get kind of hectic, it's exciting.
1: Yeah, that happened to us this week. So me and Rob are usually here till about four-ish, just kind of working on different things, the newsletter, which we'll get to in a second, newsletter and working on other things. And uh, James Harden, th- that news had broken about him going to the Nets. And we had cut uh, Charles Barkley back in November, specifically him saying that he would love to see this, but he had no zero chance of working. And we had cut that specifically in case it did happen. And it was kind of like a ma- mad scramble to find that, that clip so we can put it out on social media. So I would yeah. agree that that is fun, uh, that, that kind of live aspect. Why do you think Dan calls you the most trustworthy?
4: Um. Maybe because uh, I'm here late most nights. I don't know. Um, I'm kind of quiet. Uh, I don't really, you know, I guess give, give too much stuff about myself away. Um, so if you kind of just see me just working, I guess that, that might be it.
2: Dylan? I was going to say, I think Rob has the mystique factor, which is sought after because it's a
1: hard thing to maintain, but I think Rob's done a pretty good job. Eric, as the elder statesman here, why did you think that Dan said he was the most trustworthy
3: Rob? If we're getting into psychoanalysis, which I know is kind of a funny motif in Friday's show today, um, but uh, I think it was more to get under your skin than anything else me um yes i do um no i think dan dan comes back as both of you guys know but he comes back every day i don't know between four and four thirty and usually just you and rob are left um and so i think he i think the day in particular he came back i think you may have had an appointment or something i think you had left so i think it was just rob and i here as my memory serves me yeah uh yeah so it was kind of I think it was more to get under your skin, but no, I, I think Rob's the silent uh, killer around here. He doesn't say much. Uh, it's actually funny. When we were talking about having you on today, Rob, I was saying to Mario, I was like, the only time you Rob ever gets excited is if you talk about like the 89 Mets or the mid nineties Knicks, Right. Cause like, if not, he's just like, yeah, okay.
1: I'm very You're even done. keel, very low key.
3: <laughs> yeah. So, um, so I think, um, Dan wants to recognize that and I think he appreciates uh, the hours that uh, Rob puts in. I know when we had the mismatch between Tyler, the creator and Mario, Rob was up for like 36 hours straight to produce edit and then get it on the show. So I think He appreciates He He uh, may not understand every little thing that Rob does, but he knows that he puts a lot of time in and he appreciates that.
1: Rob, Rob is, I have to attest to Rob is a good worker. Somebody that I work with, like I said pretty close, he is a good worker. One thing though that I just I need to knock it down, Rob. I'm sorry, because the rumors have been out there that you're the one writing the newsletter. I mean, I got to clear that up. I'm the guy. I'm the guy writing the newsletter. What Rob does is he proofreads it, you know, because everybody needs a good proofreader, especially, especially me. Some of you, Some of you can tell. Rob, can you confirm or deny that?
4: No, that's true. All right. That's well. true. So, um, Dan Patrick, if you're
1: listening to this,
4: Yeah, uh, Mario's the one uh, who writes the newsletter. Um, Obviously, like, since most of what is the new like, that goes in the newsletter uh, is usually um, built around the stuff that we put out on social media, um, we might discuss, you know, what's going on on social media. But yeah, in terms of um, writing, that's uh, all Mario. Um, I will not take credit for that. I do proofread you, though.
1: You do proof me. There's some days that uh, it needs more proofreading than others. Dylan? Yes.
4: Um,
2: so I'm going to try and give the valor back to Rob that you just tried to steal, Mario, because I have seen you spell before and I think Rob has his work <laughs> cut out for him editing it more so than even writing it.
1: Some days, yes. Uh, Mondays and Fridays, particularly, it can be a little bit of an uphill battle. Eric, you're shaking your head. Why?
3: So you're like, whoa, is me. You, what, you need a three-day work week? Like, oh, I Mondays wish. are tough because it was a long weekend. You know, I stayed in my house all day and just was hanging out with my parents and their dog. And then Friday's tough, you know, because, like, we had a long, day, long week. And, you know, I'm going to get out of here. I'm tired.
1: Yeah. But you know what? I work to the very end because every day is the Super Bowl, as Dan Patrick says. Every day. Right? Every day is the Super Bowl. Can we all agree here? Who has it better than us? no one
3: Nobody. It's, it's funny it's funny that you say that mario because um i might have mentioned this last week on the show but um on christmas day i got a missed call from dan and a voicemail and there was some water on the floor in the field house he had come mm-hmm. in and uh and saw it and took some pictures and he was like it never stops every day is a super bowl merry christmas so uh, <laughs> Anyways, there there was no leak. It was just uh, some residual from the cleaning person. But uh, nonetheless, it was uh, kind of funny. Yeah, every day is Super Bowl, even Christmas Day.
1: That's the motto here at the Dan Patrick Show. Every day is the Super Bowl. It's not the, you know, week one, week two. Every day is the Super Bowl. So, Rob, we thank you for some of your time today. Um, I know you got to go back now and edit some videos. Yep. So I'll see you in about 20 minutes, and we can discuss that a little bit more. But again, thank you for joining us.
4: Yeah, thanks for having me, guys.
1: That was Rob, the intern. He's a good guy. He's sometimes a little bit. He's very even keel, like we said. But overall, he's a good guy. He does good work. Um, he's been a good addition to us here at the Dan Patrick Show. Yeah. Uh, next thing I wanted to get to this week was the evolution of Dan's diet. So Dan admitted this on the show yesterday.
0: I had something yesterday that I haven't had in over a decade, and it's not the time that you would normally have this. To eat. And uh, I had no problem sitting down by myself at the kitchen table. Yes, Eaton? A bowl of ice cream. No. Polly.
1: Pancakes or French toaster and waffles?
0: That's a lot. You get only one I'll guess, Polly. Okay, the answer is no. Fritzy. A bag of potato chips. No. Mac and cheese. No. I had a bowl of cereal. Did this shock anybody? Eric...
1: I know you said you texted Dan, did this resonate with you? What was your reaction to Dan eating cereal given his diet over the past couple years?
3: I was surprised that he was having honeycomb, I think it was mm-hmm. um, I wasn't surprised that he had cereal, although I mean he's Dan eats incredibly healthy um, you know he's all in on on uh, protein bars but he also does like just egg whites or um like i think recently he's just been eating lettuce during the show i saw him come in the other day with like three big boxes of lettuce um so he he does eat incredibly healthy and i think it changed um i don't know six or seven years ago um when he first started having some health issues he uh because he was a big wings and beer kind of guy and um so he's he's you know, he went through a kombucha kick and um he's you know, he's willing to try anything. Um and he's all in, you know, during his um time uh when he was doing the light chemo, he was like for I don't know, eight months or something, he was a very, very strict diet with no legumes and no garlic and there there was very few things he could eat, um, like basically um, cooked vegetables and that was about it but um and he was very diligent with that he even had to give up uh tequila and cigars and that mm-hmm. yeah, it was i think that was tough for him but um yeah I, I i was just surprised that he was having honeycomb but i did text him uh yesterday afternoon i said so how was cereal day two he just responded no cereal exclamation point so I guess it was a one-off. <laughs> that's so Dan Patrick. Anything that you, you text
1: him, he'll always respond with one, two words at the max, or just a simple emoji. That's very, very Dan Patrick. Uh, Dylan. Um, well,
2: yeah, I mean, that's just like the classic dad texting. Like, what do you want for dinner? Yes. You know, like, um, but... Uh, I was surprised that Dan, I know Dan eats healthy, but like he was talking about eating that bowl of cereal. Like he just like found, you know, stolen the declaration of independence or something. (laughs) Like it was like the craziest thing ever. It did take a turn though. And I was like, oh, it's probably like some healthy cereal. But Honeycomb's was honestly, that was a pretty deep cut. I was surprised. And I was, you know, I was like, that's actually, I get it now. Like Honeycomb's is sort of,
1: a little out there two bowls too eric you know his family probably better than any of us what he emphasized that nobody was home would they have shamed him or something
3: <laughs> i don't know I, I think his uh his wife probably would be like what are you doing and i think um his son would just probably saddle up next to him and have th- just have a eating contest with him um, his daughters are very health-conscious, so I think they would have shamed him. Um, but yeah, his his house is funny because um, you know, he has the four kids and his wife, and, and um, his wife has uh, a business, and the kids are kind of always coming and going. Um, but at the same time, I think everyone's kind of... His kids were around for the holidays, but so I think they're mostly back in their um, own kind of worlds, uh, back at school or um, back at home, wherever they live. And uh, so I could see him home you know he takes an afternoon nap comes and sees you guys and then goes home and he's like well i'm a little hungry and he walks into his pantry and he's like f it <laughs> grab the <this laughs> cereal
1: saddle up honeycombs is fire i mean you get the crunch and you get the sweet i don't think you can go wrong
3: yeah it was funny with the, the guy that called in today right he was like you turn me on
1: Yeah, i actually uh, have that call let's listen back to that give it a little bit of context
5: why i called dan was um you turned me on and it was delightful i got home last night wait 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 hold on
0: hold on john hold on you got to be a little more specific than i turned you on and it was delightful and and it was delightful
5: (laughs) yeah i know maybe i could have phrased that let's try it
0: again john in pennsylvania joins us hey john what's on your mind today
5: Good morning, Dan. Hey. 62240. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> so, you turned me on to cereal, and oh. I got home last night, <laughs> and I and and thank you to Seton for the recommendation, too, because um, I got home last night and crushed a bowl of Fruity Pebbles, and it was so <laughs> good that I had to double down, and I went for another bowl of Fruity Pebbles. My girlfriend has a 16-year-old daughter. She can crush three boxes of them in a week. And I haven't had a bowl of cereal in, like you said yesterday, maybe 10 or more years. But, man, some fruity pebbles and just sit on the couch. And I had the house to myself. And I was just chilling. And, like, that first bowl was delightful so much so that I, 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 oh. And then I took a nap. And it was great. And it's all because of you. Well, thank you, John.
1: Well, no, thank you,
0: Dan. Thank you, John. All right. I'm glad I turned you on. DP turned
1: John in Pennsylvania on. And we're not going to give it any context because we don't do that here at the 1215 Club. Uh, (laughs) But I I found that really funny as well. The reaction to it from the fans was something that I didn't expect neither. I put it out on social media yesterday thinking that it was just kind of a one-off. I usually try to put something uh, unrelated to sports, at least one. One thing on social media, just to kind of show the variety of the show. Um, And the reaction was crazy. Everybody was weighing in with their favorite cereals. Um, One questionable cereal that people, a lot of people said was Raisin Bran. If you're you're into Raisin Bran, (laughs) no way.
6: Marv. You got to forgive me. I'm really into Raisin Bran.
1: Uh,
5: I think it's really
6: good. But obviously, I'll put sugar on it. So Uh. I'm just going to. I'm just gonna preface that. I think I put sugar on my raisin brand. I think your reputation just creep. went
1: down. I don't care. I'm sorry. Dylan. I'm not gonna mince
2: words. If you say raisin brand, you should be put down. I agree. that is a I mean, I'm biased because raisins are the only thing I think is disgusting when it comes to food. <laughs> and if of all the cereals you can pick, if you pick raisin brand, you don't deserve to be eating cereal. Eric.
3: First of all, Marvin is I don't believe him, first of all, because I love you, Marvin. But like his definition of having a healthy breakfast is oatmeal that has like all like the dried fruit and sugar and preservatives and all that stuff in it. That's his definition of healthy. And then he takes that, which is already this like, you know, um, a one C raising concoction. And then he adds like <laughs> two, two or three tablespoons of maple syrup on top of it. So um, I don't believe that you eat raisin. Bread. It's
2: called a balanced breakfast.
3: Marv, I'm going to give you a chance to defend yourself. I don't need to defend myself. Dan Patrick
6: already said I was the most honest guy in this building. Like, why would I lie about cereal? <laughs> that's true. I mean, I don't. Why wouldn't I? Don't you? I? Don't have a rebuttal?
1: Are you trying to do a little bit of a spin zone here now that Dan's made you out to be this super honest guy? Now you're just going to lie about everything and think you can get away with it?
6: Yeah, it's just a hands up. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's exactly what I'm doing. You guys got me.
1: <laughs> the other thing I wanted to get to this week was I know we do this regularly, but there is a little aspect from this specific one that I wanted to show um, Todd's mock headline. Let's just listen back to it. And then I want to ask you a question, Eric, based off of them.
0: Todd sent these to me this morning and then I held off and then he sent them to me again. Like Todd will send it. He'll just have these reminders. It could be
6: a little pushy yeah. in my passive-aggressive way. So,
0: Todd has mock headlines off of uh, the national title game.
6: <laughs> Why did the Tide win last night?
4: Sabit, it. Oh, I thought that was going to kill. Like Sabin. I'm not supposed to explain it. Wasn't their day? Like Ryan
6: did. I'm explaining oh, again. jeez. Once again, offense knocks it out of the Sark.
1: First of all, I think that was a bad batch. The first one I think is so. just to give you guys a little inside look at the Dan Patrick show, which we're here. We, you know, what we try to do here on the 1215 club. So um, anytime in any kind of news breaks or the guys are discussing a topic, Paul, as the producer is a good producer. He says, save it. Um, if we're not on air or if they're not on air, because he doesn't want to waste a conversation uh, on this topic, on something that's not going to show up or be content on the show, right? So that first one that he said, save in it, I don't think anybody really understood, but us in the room. The other thing that I wanted to get to from Todd's thing is his, you know, Dan alludes to his passive aggressiveness. He had a moment this week, Eric, where he actually wasn't passive aggressive. He wasn't even communicating with you. Can you tell me about that? I knew I heard some stuff over the comm system.
3: Yeah, I don't know if he was just withholding it because um, this person hadn't firmed up or whatever, but this was yesterday, and we're, uh, we're going through the show. And I think we started the show with two guests, and then we added a, one guest. And then all of a sudden, Dan was like, oh, Charles Barkley's coming up soon in, in the next segment or something like that. And I was like, oh, that's weird. And we had just played the sound from Charles Barkley from... Uh, On November 25th, where he basically was talking about um, the Knicks and, um, you know. He was
1: talking talking about the net. That was the sound that me and Rob were talking
3: about earlier. The Nets, sorry. Um, I was close. I I knew it was in New York. Uh, But anyways, and uh, so I was like, oh, I guess maybe we're playing that sound again. And um, so then, like, not even 10 seconds, maybe 20 seconds later, then again, I am from Todd Charles Barkley next segment. And I was like, Oh, now you tell us. And he didn't respond for like 30 minutes, which is very abnormal. I knew he was just leaving me on red. Um, but no, cause I was like, well, we gotta, we have to like pull graphics and we gotta build, build graphics and blah, blah, blah. And pre pro, and, and it's all good. But I was just like, how does Dan know that much sooner than, than we all know? Um, and, uh, anyways, yeah. So I was just kind of calling him out a little bit just to, your point, Todd can
1: be like, so, I mean, it's it, just two different Todds. There's the Todd that is constantly prodding you and making sure that you have, do you have this email or he'll forward it to you 15 times. Um, so like he does the scoreboard every day and Dylan puts that up on the scoreboard. He'll send the scoreboard numbers uh, for Friday on a Tuesday. And then he will forward you that Tuesday email every day leading up to Friday. Marv, I know you deal with this a lot, especially with printing out different guest information and whatnot.
6: Yeah. uh, Before I get to that, I was definitely going to touch on when Dan announced that Charles Barkley was coming on. I wish there was a Zoom call of all of our faces because we all have headsets on so where we all can uh, communicate with one another. And when he said Charles Barkley's coming on, everybody had a uh, WTF moment. Like, wait. Charles Barkley's coming on because usually <laughs> we would get an email and it was right at the beginning of one of the segments. And so that was the sh- most shocking thing this week was like, wait, Charles Barkley's coming on. And we didn't hear anything about it. And then he, from Todd, yeah, yeah. From it, Todd. And then Todd,
2: thought he was going to pull a fast one on us.
6: Yeah. I was like, all right, cool. But um, to what you were saying about Todd, it's definitely one of those. All right. Here's the one sheet for Michael Wilbon. For Friday
0: on a like, Tuesday. Todd.
6: Todd, it's Tuesday. And then you'll be looking for it. And I'm like, what well, where's that one sheet? Like I'm one looking sheet,
1: just to clarify, one sheet is just information, any information that Dan needs to read on air about a certain guest, any research. Continue, Mark.
6: Yeah. So there will be times where like I'm scrolling, I'm looking, maybe from the night before or today, regarding one of the guests in their one sheet. And I'm like, well, where is this? And I, I am Todd. And he's like, oh, I sent that on Tuesday of last week. <laughs> okay, maybe not of last week, but it'll be Tuesday. And it's Friday now. And so definitely we've all had those experiences with Todd. He'll send stuff out for the snoreboard questions three Anything. or four days in advance. And everything in this show moves, you know, at a daily pace. Mm-hmm. So you're not even thinking about Friday, on Tuesday. I'm thinking about Tuesday. Yeah. And so it'd definitely be one of those things where he'll send out the one sheet for Michelle Tafoya. That was, you know, our guest today. And it's Wednesday and I'm like, I'll forget. It it. Get, it just gets lost in your email. Oh, for sure. And I always like, forget it, Dylan.
2: Well, I was going to say, like, I feel like we talked about it before, but it's like, you know, the weekend's over when on Sunday, you start getting like four Wednesday emails from Todd. <laughs> <laughs> starting at like 10
1: in the morning and you're like well that was fun it well lasted yeah and it'll always well todd he'll email me but he also texts me and it always starts with if it's on a sunday it's usually sunday night i hope you enjoyed today's games tomorrow we have so and so on you think you can handle the research and it's like i appreciate you trying to be kind or anything, but just hit me straight Just hit me straight yeah. with, the, with pull, the pull the plug content. yeah I mean, it's already, it's already. I'm already have the the Sunday scaries because I have to go back to work on
3: Monday. Just lay it on me. You don't
1: don't give me that, Eric. Eric's Eric's saying cry crybaby.
3: I see you. I already said it earlier in today's show. Wow, you had a long weekend sitting at home watching TV with your parents and your parents' dog, <laughs>
6: Marv. I can't debate it. So, <laughs> did you just call it the Sunday scaries? Yeah, it's a yeah, very that's what, real that's thing. What the kids hey, say. That's What Look, the kids say. Oh well. The kids are stupid. It's directly impacted to to by
2: me. what you did the <laughs> night before.
6: Yes. On, no, that's that's even dumber. Films are big Wednesday scaries, too. <laughs> Marv, you're a little bit <laughs>
1: older than us. So, I mean, the Sunday scaries are that point on Sunday when things just start going downhill. Quick. Life, real life starts to set in again. Yep. Because, you know, Friday, you're like uh, top
2: of the world. I have a couple of days off. I can sleep. Like you wake up at 3 p.m. on Sunday, your head hurts, and all of a sudden you've got the scariest. Exactly. Marv.
6: But y'all acting like y'all work at this is when I get into my great preach. Bed. Preach. Look, <laughs> we don't have a real job person. Preach. Let's talk to the folks that hate what they do. If if you guys hate what you guys do, please let me know. Cause I know about eight or nine people that would raise their hands, they would moonwalk over <laughs> Aloha. <here. laughs> Aloha. All right. Anywho. So yeah, but I Marvin, do- hold on a second. That's yes. what I
3: said about you last week when you were complaining about having to come in because you're worried exactly. about reading. Exactly. <laughs> well yeah, I never I never denied that I complained. So
6: I'm venting I never it, I never this denied is my that week to vent. but every the Sunday scaries I talked about you know that situation from last week. And I was, you know, a little nervous, not a little. I was very nervous. Throw the word scaries behind it and people understand. All right, email you? scaries. Yeah, it's All right. We're just trying to get you hip, hip to today's time. Uh, you we'll know, reach if a that, bigger demographic. If, if that's the case, I'm going to be old. And the only thing hip is my broken hip. That's it. <laughs> <right>. Broken hip. <laughs> to clarify, we do have a great job. And it is, you know, it is
1: fun working here. Absolutely. Cannot debate it. We do work hard, though. We are hardworking people in our respective sections of this job. Eric.
3: Mario, when's the last time you broke a sweat at work?
1: <laughs> My job's not a labor entailed job. I don't even know how to tar a roof, bud. <laughs> My, none of our jobs are really labor-intensive. Could you agree? Uh, uh, I've been carrying you for a while. Oh, oh, man. Now Come you on. ruined my Friday. Now I got to go home. I'm <laughs> not right, gonna be top of the world. I got
3: the Friday scaries. How's it feel? Yeah.
1: Now I'm going to have the Friday, Saturday, and then the double Sunday scaries. We're going to leave it on that note. That's all we got this week for my Ariel, Eric the Big German, who has no sympathy apparently, Marvin the Prince, Dylan the Graphics Guy. Thanks for hanging out with us. We'll catch you next week.